This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted pride of West London podcast and we're back here in the boozer in Stoke we're in the White Star I think it's called the White Star the Titanic Bury White Star we came here before the game it was all good we've had a bit of a jokes in there a bit of a laugh it's been quite difficult to get drinks in Stoke because uh, well, they don't like away fans here apparently so uh, it's almost like a military operation trying to find a beer in Stoke but we managed to do it and we got a few beers before the game and now we're having a few beers after the game Beast fans Stoke fans in the house here and I'm sitting here and Billy Grant and I'm a little bit gutted, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, we bossed that game. In particular, we bossed the first half. And then we gave away a silly goal. And then we were on the back foot. We managed to come back to that one. And we got a one-all draw. And then the day, we were very happy with that fantastic goal there from Ollie Watkins. But you can only have thought about what could have been if we hadn't fluffed it in that game. And I'm gutted. But on the flip side of it, I like the fact that we did play great football. And on the other side of it, also, the fact that we had the resolve to come back in that game and that was good wasn't it it was if, you, if you'd have offered the 1-1 at the start you'd have probably taken it but another one of those games where we were the only side trying to play football against the Rowett um, bossed the first half created the chances Bentley pretty much was a bystander did nothing apart from pick the ball out of his own net after calamitous mistake Whose um, mistake do you think it was? Uh, I didn't. I need to take a second look, but it, it looks like it was indecision by Dan Bentley. Um, should have probably taken control of the situation and hoofed it, put it into Rosehead. So, turned the game, gave them confidence. Brentford were flustered. Uh, end of the second half, Stoke were in the ascendancy. Uh, picked it up second half and just did our, did our thing and got a deserved point but it should have been more I mean look these guys are favourites for the division they've got players on 50, 60, 70 grand a week we've got a phobia who came on who used to terrorise us when he played for Wolves a few seasons ago they've got Butland England goalkeeper in goal I mean they've got quality out there on the pitch so in principle we shouldn't actually be disappointed that we got just one point today or should we? Well I think if you look at the first 20 minutes we were, we were well in control and then really you know, the mistake put us on the back foot when they scored we came back into it well in the second half well I think we controlled that as well really um, you know, Paul, uh, not Paul Ince Tom Ince got man of the match I'm not really sure why 
I'm pretty sure Butlin should have been their man in the match because well, he was the only goalkeeper tested in the whole game. 17 shots we had on, on goal. Well, I know it's all about the stats, but I mean, they had about nine. But it just shows you for the away team where the activity was happening today. Well, yeah, I think, you know, it sounds a bit like a broken record though, doesn't it? We, we control these games, but we don't, we don't take enough of our chances. But, you know, to come away with a point today after that disastrous goal, I think, you know, shows at least we've got some character in us. You know, we're four points from our first two games. You know, we beat the worst team in the division at home quite convincingly come come away you know first game away to the favourites and get a point I don't think we can be disappointed and what I was saying I said this on and I've written this and I've put it on my blogs and everything like that everyone was coating off Rotherham last week and said oh we only beat Rotherham but they actually beat Ipswich today as well now you might say oh it's only Ipswich but the fact is that not being funny all teams are difficult in this division and yeah. look mate we, we disposed of them and they've done alright today yeah I think look Rotherham at home everybody was expecting to win that you know, not necessarily as convincingly as we did but, you know, that proves today. You know, they, they go and beat, beat Ipswich and anybody can beat anybody. And that's, that's, that's what Stoke and these other teams will need to learn, won't they, I think? But, you know, two games in. We're unbeaten. Pretty happy so far. Beast fans all flooding into the pub now here yeah, after uh, the, either the 45-minute walk or being stuck in traffic for about 45 years or going down to the barge in booze. If you listen to the Besotted podcast, you'll hear about the barge in booze, which is a barge that sells alcohol and I know a lot of us have gone down there because they wanted to check it out but if you haven't done that you come down the pub here and uh, are you drowning your sorrows or are you quite happy with that result? Um, I, I'm quite happy I, I thought we were the better team I thought we dominated the game I think last season we would have lost that game but I think you come away with Stoke I think everyone felt you know we could have won that game but it's not a bad point um, I thought for the large part we were the better team Stoke, although have big names, a bit of quality. I can't remember a shot Bentley had to save all game, and I think you look at the chances at the end, there was only one team going to win it. So uh, I'll take a point, but I think it's uh, perhaps two points drops. It's a, again, I must say this to the characters earlier, but it's a bit of a weird situation you being in the pub and being a bit gutted, um, dropping two points against the favourites to win the league. Yeah, it is, but I guess that does show how far we've come. Um, they are favourites and I think by the end of it they were hanging on I, I, we were saying to some Stoke fans if you're going to appoint Gary Rowett you know what you're getting in terms of defensive football and they don't seem to really want that they were booing their team off at the end so I'm not quite sure what they want uh, there was only one team playing football there was only, only one team trying to win it uh, when you bring Crouch on at the end it kind of sums it up really doesn't it so uh, no I, I thought we played really well another day we would have won that but um, I think, you know, you take a point. So, listen, we're in the White Star here as well. Brentford fans here, Stoke fans. We've been mingling before the game and after the game. We've been having some proper, proper jokes as well. And tell you something, listen, at the end of the day, you say even Stevens at the end of that game, as they say, even Stevens. We are a bit gutted. Maybe we thought we should have got three points. You guys probably think that you, you know, you got you got what you needed out of that game because you're in a different division and you need to sort of stabilise a little bit. So maybe that was also a good result for you. How did, how, how did you see it? I saw it the same as you. I thought you were the better team. You started better than us. First 15 minutes, you were the better team. We came into the game a bit better. And when you scored, you, there was only one. Well, it was then trend towards the end. It was a, it was a good entertaining game. But it wasn't good for, for Stoke City, I don't think. They weren't quick enough. I think it's an eye-opener. But I thought Brentford were really good. I mean, you, I mean, first, first 20 minutes or so, we were all over. We scored, we laid a, a ridiculous, you know, a little, a proper elementary school goal we did. 
we should let you guys back into the game. And after that, it looked like we were rocked. We were like gutted, you know what I'm saying? And you let back into the game. But like I said to you, second half, um, we came back into the game a little bit. And I think it shows a little bit of resolve because last season, or the season before, we probably would have lost that game. Um, but I mean, for Stoke City, I mean, where, where, where does it go for you here? Because obviously you've got a lot of building to do. Yeah, I totally agree with you. We have got a lot of building to do. We have... Um... I, I honestly think is you know we've got a lot of they've, they've got to wake up and wake up quick Stoke have uh, they've come out of the Premier League they have and uh, you know what they've, they've, they've come out of the Premier League they have and they, they think they can you know they can run away with the league while they can't and that's uh, Brentford look a very very good club very, 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 exactly exactly as proved today as proved today yeah Brentford, Brentford look a good side Brentford is what I want Stoke to be correct and me which is, which is interesting because obviously, I mean, you guys, we talk about this, that you left us behind playoffs in 2001, you beat us in the playoffs and after that you went, boom, to the next division and up to the Premier League. So that's what left you behind and we've been floundering around in that division for pretty much forever from that time and you've gone on to bigger and better things. So it's interesting turn around Stoke saying you want your club to be like Brentford because we thought that you were up there and, and, and doing the business. Players, club-wise... Possibly not because you're a Premier League club, but players-wise, your players have got the desire, the will to win. We're pedestrian, you're not pedestrian. We've gone from being Stoke Loner, which you were under use. I mean, that's what you were under use. Stoke Loner, and we've gone, we've had. It's Studio Pilsner, please, mate. A bit of beer ordering going on here. Let's tell you something. Ultimate Stoke multitasking here. Tell you something. We need to pick up some of these skills here. You know, you can do a podcast, you can do an interview, and also you can order some beers. Absolutely. I don't tell the wife. I can multitask. And um, we've got, we've signed some poor signings. We've spent a lot of money. But I don't honestly think that the Stoke fans will give Gary Rowett the time that he deserves. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I think, as my mate says here, that come Christmas, Gary Rowett might be out of a job. Because as you hear at the end of the game today, Stoke fans booing. There's going to be no patience. The favourites go up with the bookies. We are. A lot of fans think we're going to walk the league, and we're not. This division, I've been a season ticket holder since 1982, and I've watched some shit in my time, a lot worse than I've seen today. But we've got no pa- pace, hasn't been addressed in the summer we had no pace last year the goal scoring doesn't seem to be addressed Phoebe will score goals but he's got no backup in the plan B is Peter Crouch yet again so, so, so that's interesting you know so, so listen interesting interesting works from the, from the Stoke fans and they're, 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 they're tearing their hearts out to us now you know what I'm saying which is, a, which is an interesting story. We're all football fans here, and we understand. We all have ups and downs. We've had our massive downs, you know. We've got a bit of an up now as well, and Stoke City fans as well. You've got that. You come down to this division, and sometimes, like we said to you, it might take a few games for you to acclimatise. We've seen that. We've seen that. It might take four or five or six games. Are you, are you, are you, I mean, you, how confident are you that Gary, because we, we're not big fans of Gary Rowe, I have to say. We've seen this division. We've seen him at Birmingham City. We've seen him at Derby County. We think that he plays anti-football. He plays negative football. We think his tactics are a little bit all over the place. And uh, it's boring. It's dull, right? The football that he plays is dull. This is just our opinion because we've seen him for other teams. On the other hand, we've also seen him beat us very many times. Because what he does is that he times it up 
and then he hits them on the break when they're kind of lucky but it's one of those sort of kind of grinding out football which is so horrendously horrible and today it's annoying because I think I'm probably more gutted not because we got a draw against you because Gary Rowett has done it again we still weren't able to beat a Gary Rowett team and uh, I, I, you know I want to beat a Gary Rowett team one time because I think that the football that we play is better than what Gary Rowett puts out there if that makes sense totally agree with you uh, I, I'd be gutted today as well because I thought Brentford were by far the better side today. By far the better side. I, I, I think Stoke have got to wake up and wake up very quick because what, what I saw today, Stoke, you know, we, we, people were talking about before today, when, you know, on the, oh, we, we, we'll beat Brentford and we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll do this. The performance last week at Leeds is shambolic. Shambolic. And the performance is... The, the performance is they would have come out the traps all guns blazing today and, he didn't. and there's only one team that come out the traps all guns blazing and until we scored a lucky goal yeah, everyone like this a lucky goal exactly and we had, we had apart from and we up to half time we had the back side then after, after the goal, goal today, and goal from today, that from that I would say Brentford would go away from there and say I'll take a point to Stoke however if it wasn't for Jack Butland we, would, we should have had three points Who'd have gone from there saying they'd take the point? Sorry? Who'd have said that? So there's all sorts of debating going on here. Basically, there's three points, one point. Brentford have got all sorts of points from Stoke, you know. They're going to give us 27 points. But this is all good. That's why we like coming to away pubs and talk to the fans and everything like that because it gives you a real opinion of what's going on down there. You know what I'm saying? Please, but frustrated a lot of people have been saying. Is that a fair summation? Definitely, Bill. I think two points dropped, to be honest, if we're going to be a promotion side. Uh, if we're happy with top 10, then it was a very good performance and a, and a good point. But, yeah, possibly two points dropped. I mean, it's two points dropped, but to be fair, we fluffed it a little bit with that rubbish goal that we let in. But we did come back into the game, and some people say that another time we would have just lost that game. Yeah, uh, but we shouldn't have been losing in the first place. They had a header off the line from Ince, but... It should have been outside half. They were waiting to be beaten for half an hour, and we played really well, but we never killed them. Um, and then the silly moment, and then the rest of the game. You know, they had ten minutes up to half time, which they were quite good. But majority of the game, we were really good. Is it? I mean, are we saying? I'm not even funny because we talked about this last season, and it gets really boring when we go. Oh, we had 98 percent possession. We had 35 chances of match. And is it, is it a bit same old, same old with Brentford? Yeah, it felt like that, and a lot of people were saying that. Uh, Morpai probably should have taken at least one of his chances um, yeah there's, there's no point playing well if you end up 1-0 down to a really soft goal and you can't give Garrett Rowett teams a 1-0 head start because he's just going to try and kill the life out of it and there's a lot of teams in that division that we know from last year that are going to boil the life out of you so you know, it's all very well like you say having all that possession having 48 shots or whatever but got to be a bit more ruthless we've got to get that that about our game but, um, but listen we pulled it back and we had a wicked goal the older um, Ollie Watkins scored a wicked goal which put the life back into us and you can see it was coming and we got four minutes extra time now do you think it was eight minutes extra time we actually would have won that game maybe but we had enough time to win the game I thought we played really well they, um, they defended quite well they showed a bit of premiership quality not much I thought it was going to be a much tougher game than it actually was and that's credit to us we got a point last year we might have lost it we roll on Match is over. 
we've been to the we've been to the ground. There's been all sorts of congestion outside. There's nothing outside that ground. Actually, it's one of those reasons why you absolutely don't want one of these out of town stadiums. I know Stoke have been there for ages. It's a little bit of a, uh, uh, no, no. Thank you, Lionel Road, which is just down the road. Stoke fans, if you come to Brentford in a few years' time, and this is not a boast, I'm just saying to you, Brentford, if you come there this season, you'll love it. Pubs on every corner, pubs everywhere, and then we're moving to Lionel Road, which is about 500 yards down the road. Oh, there's some sort of character. He's, he's interrupted me. So absolutely rudely erupted. But anyway, we'll go on about this, like I said to you. But Lionel Road, we're moving there in about a year, a year and a half, maybe two years' time. And it's just 500 yards down the road. There's pubs all over the place. There's eating places, everything. So you'll enjoy it. So listen, each to their own, like I said to you. But it was a bit of a nightmare getting out of a, that stadium today. Queues for buses, trying to get a taxi. You know, traffic all over the gaff, you know what I'm saying? And uh, only a harvester to to to, 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 to to drown your sorrows in. But anyway, we'll come back to the match today. Because like I said to you, I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get the three points today. But other people have been a little bit more philosophical than myself and saying a point away from home, it's all right, Bill, you know what I'm saying? So is that your thoughts? Definitely. I mean, when you think about last season when we were dominating games, but we were coming away with nothing. So to to go to Stoke, obviously there's a lot of expectation with Stoke this season. People think they're going to walk the league and to dominate the game and create the better of the chances. And really, I mean, we gifted them their goal and they didn't really do much else with it so we we were unlucky in the sense that we only came away with a point but points a point points a point i've got to ask you i mean stoke city uh it's a bit of a weird one because the thing is that you know it's it funny at the beginning of the season everyone was going ah, who do you think is going to be uh the favorites for the title this season and i was at, uh, at the launch of the quest tv show as well and all the pundits were there i uh, wigged on them and they were going oh yeah it's going to be i think it's be stoke west brom and uh, swansea i thought oh, that's, that's pretty difficult for you to pick that one wasn't it you know but they're all picking stoke because they kept a lot of their team together and a lot of their team are high quality as they say but to me I thought they looked a little bit scared today of the mighty bees what do you say uh, you couldn't tell which team was the former Premier League team Brentford were that good against them and all of this quality seemed to not know what they were doing Ashley Williams when he came on looked he was run ragged by Malpay um, Ben Rama took I think their their right back to town all game and could have got in a few um, or created quite a few chances and um, their attackers just couldn't get past. Like, like you said, we gifted them their goal. And they didn't have any threat until they threw Peter Crouch on and started pumping balls upfield. Which is interesting because, I mean, we're talking about lots like, sort of Gary Rowett and we talked about him earlier. Gary Rowett and his, his, his anti-football, as we say. So pumping the ball to sort of Peter Crouch is probably right up his street as well. But Peter Crouch, we've known the Crouchy from a few years back as well. I remember when he played against, was it, Sal, was it Southampton when we played him in the Cup? In the FA Cup as well, everyone freak, everyone sort of kind of, you know. I mean, it's cool, it was a bit of a joke at the time, but, you know. Crouchy, I mean, I, obviously he's, he's a good player, but he, he's, he's well past his sell-by day, isn't he? Yeah, you, you could tell that today as well. He's not as quality as he used to be. He still is, and but they had nothing but pumping it up. And I think that although that used to be one of his strengths, it probably isn't anymore, especially when he's coming up against two centre-backs who, after the mistake, did get on the same page and they had less mistakes after the goal went in. So it's a case of they have all this quality, but none of it came out. I don't think they're adjusting to the championship properly and I don't think they're going to be as um, runaway with the league as everyone reckons they're going to be. And a lot of teams will think they can take Stoke, they can take something away from them now and they'll probably be looking at Brentford going, we're worried. 
interesting. I was just going to talk about this as well. Just quickly, he talked about the mistake. Chris Meppham, listen, you know, £15 million. He was in our B team a few months ago. All of a sudden, it's a bang. He's in our first team and he's doing very, very well. But also, he played very well last season with Andreas Bieland, who's a, he's a proper old head. So, you had the old head, slightly slow, but his positioning was wicked. And you had Meppham beside him and he was like the daddy to him. Now, you've got two young centre-backs out there and a lot of people are saying that these two young centre-backs maybe this isn't what we really need we need kind of an older head and a younger head so now do you think and I'm just asking you the question we've got the Julien Javier from Rennes the French club as well who's got a little bit more experience do you think that they're just binding their time to actually kind of bring him in um, yeah it looks like he's gone with Conza and Mepham to start off with um, and Javier is probably going to come in as the more experienced head but as long as these two are playing well and against Rotherham they were there were no issues and they bossed the game between the pair of them so it's a case of they'll bring him in maybe uh, after looking at what happened today he might do it for the next game might not might keep them together and help them to because you've got two what uh, very early 20s playing together build up that partnership for a couple of years them two will be solid and Jean-Vier will come in whenever he can and bring in that little bit of experience and maybe even in training helping helping them along as well so listen I mean just last question here Brentford four points I think we're about fourth or fifth in the league at the moment now it's, you know it doesn't really matter now it's only a couple of games but it does matter because when last season this when we were like at the bottom of the league because we hadn't won very many games everyone was saying to oh Brentford at bottom of the league so you can't just turn it on its head saying because we're fourth it doesn't really matter it does matter doesn't it it, it does you look at it we've got well quite a few four more points than this stage last season it's already um, and when you've got Sawyer's literally destroying them today he was absolutely he was on, a, was on another level wasn't he? he he's coming into his own given the armband and fully stepped up um, and the points are on the board now um, they're going strong and after these first two results you could, you could say yes it's a disappointment that they didn't win today simply because they bossed the game and fully deserved all three taking the point as she said a point away from home is a point away from home at the end of the day and it's um, going into the next few games should go in with a lot more confidence especially if Sawyers keeps up what he's doing McLeod seems to have hit it running um, you've even got Canos today on the wing dragging back um, just completely backtracking and helping the defend and then still bursting forward so everyone's singing from the same page now and maybe this is that season where everything fully clicks and is that captain canos as they say but listen this is the besotted pride of west london podcast check us out our radio show is now moved to a monday night nine o'clock on love sport radio get it on sort of 852 or 853 i should really know this shouldn't i on the am dial and also it's on um digital dab and it's on lustportradio.com as well you can check us out live and direct tomorrow we'll be talking more about this game and other things as well and we've got our podcast again on thursday and also this week hmm, i mean we've got the, the transfer windows not really open it's, it's open again you know it's not really we just don't tell anyone you know what i'm saying but there's all sorts of activity so will ryan woods be staying at brentford hopefully he will be he wasn't even in the squad today he needs to get himself back in the squad all this transfer nonsense isn't good for him but like i said to you as we say we are on the train on the way back home there's lots of bees inside there the bees are very satisfied with what's happened and hold on a second i should be actually talking to mr hold on a second this is actually quite bad because I, um i have absolutely fluffed it you know but this is you could tell this is absolutely live and direct live and direct as i come down and i've had the waving going 
on from the man in the corner here who actually wants to give his view. So I was uh, giving you a bit of a lowdown, but we're going to give the last comment from the man in the corner. The man in the corner. Excuse me, man in the corner. I didn't see you locked up there. How are things? Uh, it's very good. Thank you very much, Mr. Mr. Grant. Um, what, a, what a magnificent day out. I've, uh, I've, had a, I've had a jolly good day. I've, I've watched Brentford play Stoke City off the park with one of the most expensive teams that the Championship's ever seen. Brentford deserved to win. They didn't win. We can kick ourselves for making one horrendous mistake, which I'm sure will be played over and over again on Sky. Will they play that mistake as much as they played Malpay's missile season last season, which they seem to take great pleasure in playing that and I'm not saying that we want them to play the miss but the fact is that you know it's you know Malpay got really hammered for that you know badly didn't he yeah you know he did get hammered for it yeah no let, let them play it you know I think you know the, the players need to not do that again so if if, uh, if a kind of a, a slight humiliation on, on Sunday is, is what you know what the, what's dished out to them then you know I'm sure they'll learn from it but so, so you're, 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 going, you're going for the stocks and everything like that you want the players to be at the stocks and uh, tomatoes being thrown at them and everything didn't you no, I don't. I, no, tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. No, you did. You said you want tomatoes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want a public humiliation. I just think they're going to get it. Regardless. Social media is, is public, isn't it? Yeah, they, they, we need to learn from that. We need to stop doing it. You know, as you said, you know, on Twitter at halftime, there's a lot of people that are going, "Oh, same old Brentford," and it's tr- it's true. You know, we, we are a little bit naive at the back sometimes, and we, we do have to cut that out. And you know, we've got probably the best squad we've ever had. Better than the 2014-15 squad, the old Mark Warburton squad that got to the player final, do you reckon? Yeah. Or semi-final? Yeah, no, I do. I do think it's better. It's better than that. You know, but Pritchard, Pritchard, Pritchard would look good in there, and obviously there's there's no Andre Gray, but I think I think all around the pitch we are stronger. Pritchard, the head of um, um, of Sawyer's. Oh, controversial. Uh, well, no, no, Pr- Pritchard, Pritchard's someone that's like commanded a couple of really serious transfer fees. Now, Pr- Pritchard's a, a special talent. I don't, I don't, it's probably not a lot in it between the two of them, you know. And the same with same with Forshaw. They're, they're, they're Defensively, though, they're better now. Absolutely, yeah. You know, obviously there was a fluff today with Nepham, and he, he had he had a couple of, but he had a couple of like wobbly moments. But you get, you are going to get that still with him. You know, no one's ever saying he's a finished article, but there's a couple of times where he really did hound their forwards, and he really did run out the ball, and there was it was absolutely nothing, nothing given with him. He he, he gave his all, and you know, I thought I thought the, I thought the back. Apart from the yeah, silly mistake, we looked really solid. We didn't really, you know, Benny didn't really have a save to make, and I thought Butland he, he made a two or three really like worldy saves. One, an, another one from Watkins, um, and uh, one from Morpay. For Morpay looked sharp. He was really, really um, on his game. He looks, he looks someone who's you know in the confidence zone. The one-two he played with Watkins that set up the goal. It was, it was a real quality goal. Something out of the top drawer, um, you know. But we will be coming. You know, we we are coming home happy. The players will probably coming home a little bit frustrated actually, where they bossed the possession, they bossed the shots, they bossed the passes, they bossed everything. But we we actually need to finish. If if we are going to actually go up, we need to finish teams like that off. And that, that's that's always probably going to be where we we fall slightly short. Is where we are technically a better team. We have better chances, but we have we have to beat them. If if we are better than someone on the pitch, we have to actually beat them. So we, we yeah we, we need to learn from this. And I, I honestly think we are na- nailed on playoff 
nailed on playoff. And if we become ruthless and we finish teams off, then we we will go up. Whoa, well, there we go. Playoff team, ruthless, missing our chances again. A little bit disappointing. Bit of a weird one, actually. You know, a bit disappointed drawing to the team who are favourites to go up. But anyway, the Stoke fans weren't overly complimentary about them. We'll see. But this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. I've said all I said to these things before about where we're going. We've got podcasts on Monday, like we said to you, or radio show on Monday. Love, love sport radio. But now we're on the train. It's a bit of a quiet coach, but it doesn't really matter. But that's what we're going to say. We've got bees in the coach. Who's going to actually give we us... We're going to say... Come on, you bees! bees! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.